You are listening to the Best in Wealth Podcast, episode number 154. This is the Best in Wealth Podcast, a show for successful family stewards who want real answers about wealth and investing so we can feel secure about our family's future. At the Best in Wealth Podcast, we think differently about wealth and investing, and you should too. Well, hello everyone. My name is Scott Wellens, and I'm your host of the Best in Wealth Podcast. Now, this is a show dedicated to helping real people, that is you, my friend, build real wealth so together we can take family stewardship to the next level. I am a certified financial planner, a fiduciary, an educator, a wealth advisor, and a Dave Ramsey Smart Vester Pro. And today's episode is what do millionaires do to become millionaires. But before we get to the topic of the day, I have just a couple things I want to cover. Number one, if you're a longtime listener, thank you for tuning in week in and week out to the podcast. I really appreciate it. But if you could do me one small favor, go to your purple iTunes podcast app and leave Best in Wealth a review. I would really, really appreciate that. And if you are a first-time listener, welcome. We are so glad that you've decided to listen to the podcast today. And for anyone out there, if you're looking for help, if you think you might be investigating what it might look like working with a financial advisor, I want you to go to bestandwealth.com and just click on that little blue work with us button and schedule 15 minutes with yours truly. It just is a chance for us to have a quick conversation so I can learn more about you, your financial situation, and if I can add value to your life. That is it. Now, what else did I need to cover before we get to the topic of the day? Oh, yes. Grit and resilience. Grit is a pretty big word in our house because my fifth grader, had a fourth grade teacher, and one of her biggest goals for all the fourth graders was to get them to grow their grit. So when Eva would come home, I'd say, Eva, how was school today? She said, it was good. We had a tough project, but I grew my grit. And isn't that just so true today that we all need to grow our grit? I mean, I see my kids going off to school in their masks. Yes, in my kids' school district, they're going to school five days a week right now. My wife is one of my kids' principals, so I see her going off to school with their mask, and they are doing everything they can to keep the school safe and to keep the school open. And when I see my kids then coming home from school, mask on, man, you got to really be growing your grit in order to keep that mask on all day long. I mean, the definition of grit is courage and resolve and strength of character. Oh man, do my kids need that? And do all of us need that more than ever right now in the time that we're living with the uncertainty around the virus, the uncertainty around the 
election, the uncertainty around our investments. We need grit. We need resilience. We need the capacity to recover quickly from difficulties, which is what we're in right now. We need to be resilient and we need to continue to grow our grit. Let's get to the topic of the day. All right, here we go. What do millionaires do to become millionaires? Well, I mentioned just about every episode that I am a Dave Ramsey Smart Bester Pro. Dave Ramsey has a guy named Chris Hogan that works on his team. And Chris wrote a book called Everyday Millionaires. Now, I had a chance to meet Chris many years ago. In Cincinnati, I was taking the Entree Leadership course, and he was there as a speaker. And then he came out with this book not that long ago. And at first, I was like, I don't know if I really need the book. It seemed like it was just kind of an offshoot to The Everyday Millionaire, which I've done a whole episode on that book, man, two or three years ago. But I decided to pick it up and read it, and it's great. It's like a modern refresher of Everyday Millionaires. And so I highly encourage you to read the book, buy the book on Amazon, But I'm going to talk a little bit about it because throughout the book, Chris Hogan talks about the things that millionaires do. And I want to go over some of these things so that you, as you're thinking about your finances and your investments and all the things you're doing as a family steward to put your family in the best chance for success, I think that we need to all reset our mindset. And that's what I aim to do with some of what Chris wrote in this book. Resetting our mindset is good for all of us. If we've already achieved millionaire status or if we're on our way to millionaire status. And I thought this is probably a good episode to do because The last couple episodes have been really technical about the backdoor or the mega backdoor Roth 401k conversion. Uh, I did one on mortgage refinance. So let's do one on mindset. So before I give you the things that millionaires do, the one sentence that struck me in this book was that 74% of millennials and 52% of baby boomers believe millionaires inherited all of their wealth. That, my friends, is a lie. Don't believe that. If you do, we're going to change your mindset right Now, because I want everybody on this show to become millionaires. Actually, I want you to become multimillionaires. Not so that you can be egotistical. (laughs) No, so that you can build the cornerstones in your life to full abundance, like your family, your friends, your spirituality, your career, your health, your inner self all of it, right down to your legacy. And money will help fuel you building the cornerstones for you and your family. So the first thing that millionaires do is that millionaires believe that they can become millionaires. Right off the top, Chris talks about the mindset of becoming a millionaire. Millionaires do reject the voices that say it cannot be done. 
They erase all of that from their head. Kind of like when I tell my little girl, Eva, who's in fifth grade and is in volleyball, I'm helping coach her team. Yes, we're all wearing masks, growing our grit, wearing our masks. But she's got a hard time getting the ball, serving it overhand from the back line. She's a little thing. But I keep telling her, believe, Eva, believe that you can. And guess what? She's doing it now. We need to believe that we can become millionaires and reject any voice in our head that says that we can't. Now, millionaires do put their heads down, get to work, and make it happen. So on the one hand, yeah, I'm telling you that millionaires, at least most of them, do not inherit their wealth, but virtually all of them put their head down, get to work, and make it happen. Eight out of 10 millionaires come from families at or below middle class income level. All of us can become millionaires because millionaires do believe anyone in America can become a millionaire with discipline and hard work. Whoa, that's tying right back into our grit and resilience that we talked about before the show. Millionaires do build their wealth through retirement plans. Most people achieve millionaire status by contributing to their 401k, their IRA, their Roth IRA. If you own a business, a SEP IRA, 403Bs, 457 plans, simple IRAs. That's how most millionaires build their wealth. But I'll tell you, many of them have more than one retirement account. They might be contributing to their 401k, but they're also doing a backdoor Roth or a mega backdoor Roth or contributing to their IRA or own a business on the side and contributing to a SEP IRA, something like that. All right, millionaires do believe they control their own destiny. That is up to you. If you want to build the cornerstones up in your life and build abundance in each of them, that it is up to you. Not anybody else, not the government, not your family, not your friends. It's all up to you. And it's not about owning your own business or taking out big loans or taking huge risks through gimmick investing or fad investments. It's about putting your head down and working hard and controlling your own destiny through good, sound, solid investing. Millionaires do go to college. 88%, in fact, have college degrees. Now, does that mean that if you don't have a college degree that you can't become a millionaire? No, not at all. Simply, in Chris Hogan's book, when he took his survey, it turned out that 88% of the millionaires that were surveyed had college degrees. Now, millionaires do, at least most of them, work for companies and not for themselves. We think about the millionaires owning their own business, but no, it goes right back to controlling your own destiny at the job that you have and making contributions to multi-retirement plans because only 18% of the millionaires surveyed actually own their own business. Millionaires do understand each person starts at a different place and may have more obstacles to overcome, but they don't let those obstacles stop them from trying. 
Why? Because millionaires come from all walks of life, all different parts of the country, and all socioeconomic backgrounds, right down to getting disciplined, putting your head down, and working hard. Yes, there are people that are listening to this podcast that are going to have more obstacles than other people listening to this podcast. There is no doubt about it. I, many, many, many years ago, was on the brink of bankruptcy. I didn't think there was any way ever that I was going to be able to build wealth. I didn't think I had a chance to build wealth. I thought that was for other people and I had obstacles and I had challenges and I overcame them. And you can too. Not you can too, you will, especially if you keep listening to this podcast because one of my main goals is to get you motivated to get your head down and work hard. All right, what else do millionaires do? Millionaires own their own mistakes. They change their course when needed. 95% of millionaires are willing to quickly admit when they're wrong. Man, it's so hard for us to admit when we're wrong, especially in this age of social media and how we're so divided in politics and religion, so many different things. People have a really hard time admitting when they're wrong. Guess what? Millionaires admit their mistakes. Millionaires also, they take advice from others. 98% of millionaires say they actively engage in feedback from other people and 86% seek advice from mentors. When I left my day job, I did start a business. And when I did that, I grabbed a mentor right away. I was so scared and so nervous and wondered, what the heck did you do, Scott? You left a nice paying job. You're really screwing up. A good mentor will help you through obstacles that you have in becoming a millionaire. All right, what else do millionaires do? Millionaires use financial planners. 68% of millionaires use a financial planner to achieve their high net worth. Boy, was I glad to see this in here because I'm a financial planner and you know how to reach me. You go to Best in Wealth, you click work with me, have a conversation. I am there for you. Millionaires do live on less than they make. Millionaires do plan for big purchases and pay with cash. 93% of millionaires that were surveyed save for and pay cash for big expenses. Here's another fun one. Millionaires do use coupons. 93% of millionaires use coupons. Millionaires do use shopping lists and stick to them. 85% of millionaires surveyed use shopping lists. I can't tell you how important this is because when I use the Every Dollar Budget app that you can find, just Google the Every Dollar Budget app, and I look at, at the end of each month, how much we spend on groceries, especially in this time of COVID where we're eating virtually all of our meals at home. Uh, I'm not saying don't support the local restaurants because we do with takeout often, but we're still eating more at home. That grocery line item whoa, is very 
expensive. But I find out when I make a list and I stick to the list at the grocery store that I spend less. Now we have the opposite. We have my wife. My wife doesn't love to make a list. She starts a list and then she goes and buys and goes through the aisles and we end up spending more money. She, although love her to death, is a work in progress. Okay, what else do millionaires do? Wow, listen to this one. Millionaires do drive older cars with no car payments. The average millionaire drives a four-year-old car with 41,000 miles on it, and 82% of millionaires have no car payment. So I come from the school of Dave Ramsey. I'm not a fan of car payments. I understand that some people can get a five or six year loan with 0% financing or 0.9% financing or even 2.9% financing. That's an option that's available to you. I just prefer to pay vehicles in cash. Now, I'm driving a 2015 truck with 140,000 miles on it. So I feel pretty good. Now my wife, I got her a new car for Christmas. It was a Subaru Outback that we paid cash for, but we bought it brand new. I wanted to give her a great gift. She was a newly minted principal some months before. She really deserved it. Plus she got a nice raise. So got her a new car, paid cash for it, but not something we normally do is go out and buy new cars. But just be careful. Large car payments can completely disrupt any chance of you hitting millionaire status. When I see car payments at five and six and nine hundred and fourteen hundred dollars a month, all of that money could be going into your savings each and every month to get closer to your millionaire status. And trust me, I've been there. Back in 2004, I bought a brand new truck and I had car payments that were almost $800 a month. And we're talking, that's 15 years ago. So imagine, but I got smart quick and uh, caught on to Dave Ramsey and got that sucker paid off. But I made my own mistakes. What else do millionaires do? Millionaires set goals. At the beginning of the year, I did a podcast on setting goals. I highly recommend you go back and listen to the podcast on goals. Millionaires set goals, but millionaires also accomplish their goals. Millionaires do save consistently. 70% of millionaires save more than 10% of their income in their working years. Now, because I'm school of Dave Ramsey, once we get through and pay off our debt and have our emergency fund, we're aiming for 15%. But at the same time, I want you hitting financial freedom as quickly as possible. I'm good with 20%, 25%. There was a point in my life I was saving 50% of our working income. It's possible. Here's a great one. Millionaires do believe reaching millionaire status is more about how hard you work than how much you make. 93% of millionaires say they got there more by hard work than by big salaries. If you spend less than you make and you can consistently save 
every time you get paid, you can do this. You can get to millionaire status sooner rather than later. All right, there's just four more kind of weird ones, but I wanted to go over them. And some of them I questioned a little bit, but let's go over them anyway as we wrap this up. Four more. Millionaires do enjoy their jobs. In fact, in the survey, 96% said they enjoyed their job. 64% say they loved their job. Now, when I'm working on comprehensive financial planning with my clients, one of my questions in our discovery meeting is always, how much do you like your job? On a scale of one to 10, how much do you like your job? And I get a lot of sevens and eights. I get a lot of threes and fours. I rarely get a 10. And I'm not talking about how you felt yesterday or the day before. On average, on a scale of one to 10, how much do you like your job? I question this a little bit because 64% loved, loved your job has to be at a 10 or a nine and a half. And gosh, I hope 64% of millionaires love their job. I love my job, but I just question that a little bit because I'm not sure how many people love their job. Over half of the people love their job. Millionaires though, that is. Okay, three more. Millionaires do exercise regularly. I thought that was interesting. 80% of millionaires surveyed exercise regularly compared to 55% of everybody. Now, I find that a little weird too because when I walk down the street, I'm not quite sure that I am feeling that over half of the people in my neighborhood, in my school district, in my city, in my state, which is Wisconsin, and we love beer, we love cheese, we love bratwurst. I'm not sure 55% of all people are working out, but this survey said that they are. So I'm just going to take Chris Hogan at his word, or some people that were taking the survey weren't exactly 100% honest on this question. Here's the next one. Millionaires do wake up early. 70% of millionaires surveyed wake up early compared to 44% of the general population. I'm not sure if there's correlation there or not. I'm a firm believer of working up early, tackling the biggest things right away to get them past your day so that you can breeze through the rest of your day. And by breezing through, I mean, there's always those things that are like, oh, I really don't want to do this. But you know you have to. Those are your big rocks. That's why exercising is sometimes done best first thing in the morning. It's the big rock. It's tackled. Now you can get on with the rest of your day. For me, it's administrative paperwork. When I have to fill out new account paperwork and stuff, oh, I'd rather push that to the administrator. But, you know, sometimes I am stuck doing it. That's my big rock. I got to get that done right away so that I can get through with the rest of my day. Okay, the very last one, thanks for sticking with me. The very last one is millionaires do stay married. Okay, let's unpack that for just quick 30 seconds. In fact, 63% of millionaires said that they were still in their first marriage. So that's still kind of close to 50%. I mean, divorce rate is high. I would say one big difficult part about getting a divorce, and I'm not advocating anybody on this podcast gets a divorce. However, if you do get a divorce, 
your assets are split in half. So now you lost half your assets and now you're working hard to get back to millionaire status. So I think that has a big thing to do with it. Why staying married might allow you to become a millionaire sooner rather than later. All right, that's our list. I just rattled off over 25 things that millionaires do. My question to you is, as you're listening to this podcast, how many of those things are you doing? Are you doing 20 of them? 20 of the 25? Are you doing 10 of them? Three of them? Because while you may not agree with everything, and I pointed out a couple things that I questioned a little bit about the survey, but at the same time, a lot of these things are tried and true. And we can't just say to ourselves, we want to become a millionaire. We have to say, we're going to become. And in order to become, we have to do the majority of the things that we just discovered during this podcast from Chris Hogan's book. And in order to be doing a major amount of these things or most of these things, you know what we need? We need grit and we need resilience. Just like those kids going off to school or just like us as we're wearing masks, we need to have grit and resilience if we're going to achieve and build up our cornerstones, achieve millionaire status so we can build abundance in all of these cornerstones. We need grit, we need resilience because if we have that, oh, we're gonna be able to work hard, keep our head down, stay disciplined. That, those are the kinds of things that we need to do in order to become a millionaire. There's no other way. There's no other way because what we've learned is that it's not just millionaire status is not just gonna walk up to you and say, here you go. And the majority of the people are not getting it from an inheritance. They're getting it on their own through grit, through resilience, through hard work, through discipline, just like when I talk about investing. So what are you gonna do? Are you gonna work hard? Are you gonna stay disciplined? Are you gonna grow your grit? I hope so, because that's what I'm aiming to do. But I have to go for now, and I will see you on the flip side. Bye-bye, everyone. The Best in Wealth Podcast is hosted by Scott Wellens. Scott Wellens is the principal at Fortress Planning Group. Fortress Planning Group is a registered investment advisory firm regulated by the Securities Act of Wisconsin in accordance and compliance with securities laws and regulations. Fortress Planning Group does not render or offer to render personalized investment or tax advice through the Best in Wealth Podcast. The information provided is for informational purposes only and does not constitute financial, tax, investment, or legal advice.